This is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. I guess it's okay for us to, for us to have evening devotionals. Evening, evening devotions, that's what Spurgeon did. They had devotions in the morning. Yes, we had devotions this morning, and you should too. Your day will go better. God will pave the way for you. You're still going to have challenges and problems and issues, but God will help you navigate through it if you pray to him in the morning and read his word. <clears throat> and this is a great nightcap. Uh, we, in fact, uh, we were doing it in the morning for a while. But my all-nighters, they they still like to stay up all night and and do their work for the ministry. And uh, of course, we have our greatest crowd at night as well. And so we're back at night. This is the podcast. This is episode number 604. <clears throat> and tonight, my beloved, we are reading in the Word of God as uh, God gave it to uh, Dr. Charles Spurgeon, song, the Song of Solomon, chapter 5, verses, uh, well, ch chapter 5, verse 11, and he's the only preacher I know who can get devotional material and preaching material from the Song of Solomon. I don't know, maybe Spurgeon was a romantic. I don't know. Only thing I've ever done with the Song of Solomon back in the day, and I am not a romantic, a romantic but back in the day, uh, I can't say God led me to do it, but for some reason, and, and for some reason we I was inclined to, to do a banquet. I, never, I had never heard of one before for Valentine's Day. And we called it the Song of Solomon Love Banquet. And uh, one of the reasons why I loved it was because of a lady named Rose who had her own Jamaican restaurant, the best Jamaican food in the world. And we would have her to cater the banquet. I guess I was trying to act like a pastor. And uh, oh my my, and I would, I would preach on it or I would have <coughs> another preacher to come and neither one of us are romantics. He was a prophet kind of a guy as well. Uh, 
and uh, and uh, so we did the best we could with it. His head is as the most fine gold. His locks are bushy and black as a raven. Now Spurgeon, you tell me, what are you going to do with that? I don't know. Dr. Spurgeon expounds comparisons all fail to set forth the Lord Jesus, but the spouse uses the best within her reach. By the head of Jesus we may understand his deity, for the head of Christ is God. And then the ingot of purest gold is the best conceivable metaphor but all too poor to describe one so precious so pure so dear so glorious jesus is not a grain of gold but a vast globe of it a priceless mass of treasure such as earth and heaven cannot excel the creatures are mere iron and clay they all shall perish like wood hay and stubble but the ever-living head of the creation of god shall shine on forever and ever hey Right here, knock that off. Uh, right up here, right here. Look at the camera. Don't don't hit, don't hit the camera though. Knock it off. Knock it off. Completely. You got it. Knock it off. Knock it off. Still on there. Knock it off. That's it. And take care of it. Is it on the ground? Go ahead and go ahead and do what you need to do with it. Pardon me. The devil just showed up. In him is no mixture nor smallest taint of alloy. He is forever infinitely holy and altogether divine. The bushy locks depict his manly vigor. There is nothing effeminate in our beloved. Glory be to God. Amen. There's nothing effeminate in Jesus. Go ahead, Spurgeon. He is the manliest of men, bold as a lion, laborious as an ox, swift <coughs> as an eagle. Every conceivable and inconceivable beauty 
is to be found in him. Though once he was despised and rejected of men, his head the finest gold with secret sweet perfume, or we would say cologne. His curled locks hang all as black as any raven's plume. The glory of his head is not shorn away. He is eternally crowned with peerless majesty. The black hair indicates youthful freshness, for Jesus has the dew of his youth upon him. Others grow languid with age, but he is forever a priest, as was Melchizedek. Others come and go, but he abides as God upon his throne, world without end. We will behold him tonight and adore him. Angels are gazing upon him. His redeemed must not turn away their eyes from him. Where else is there such a beloved? Oh, for an hour's fellowship with him. Away, ye intruding cares. Jesus draws me, and I run after him. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word. And Lord, we pray that you will help us to understand it and to comprehend it and to obey it and to live by it and to share it with others who are saved and to proclaim your holy gospel to those who are not saved. By the power of your grace, your unction, your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for sake. Amen. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty. There is a punishment for sin always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross, for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell 
than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend. But I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. 
I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.